With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? My name is D-Max, a.k.a. Brandon. This evening, we're doing episode 17 of the Anime Dojo. Tonight, it's going to be kind of a little bit different since Jutsu Kaisen is going to be on hiatus until August 31st. They put out an announcement for that, so we are getting the second half of that arc. We're going to do something a little bit. We're going to do something. We've done this before. We're going to watch two episodes of Dead Mount Death Play tonight. Also, we're going to go through the anime charts. So that's going to be that's going to be interesting because with Jujutsu Kaisen out of the anime charts for now, that's going to something shunk, sh- shaked up in that chart from top 10. We'll look into that. Plus, I have a question like I always do, opening questions for the guys. So we're going to talk about that as well. I'm alongside Chris and Dion. Gentlemen, how are you doing this evening? Doing all right. Let's get right into this because the anime chart was very interesting. With JJK out of the anime chart for now, if you look at it, the thing I did not expect, My Happy Marriage is back at the number one spot. Then we got Mujiji Tensei, season two, went up four spots. We got Bleach, or Bleach going up one spot from the previous week. It was at Two the week prior, dropped a spot, dropped two spots, went back up one. Then we have uh, Stray Dog season five, dropped three spots. Dark Gathering two spots. Uh, Reverse R up four spots. Undead Girl Murder Farce up one spot. The Girl That I Life Forgot Her Glasses up three spots. Spy Classifier season two dropped a spot, and uh, Seven Spell Blades up. Four spots. My, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you both this. What is the big takeaway from this chart for me? Out of all the charts we've looked at, my happy marriage has been in the top five. Six out of the seven, or six out of the five, five of the six times we've looked at the charts. I have to go back and watch the show now. If it's actually as good, if it's getting this much recognition, it must be good. And the other thing, I have to give Bleach some credit. Bleach is staying up in the top four, top five for most weeks. It stayed in top two for like five or six weeks, and it's at three now. I or it stayed in the top two for uh, four out of six weeks, and now it's back at three. I'm actually kind of surprised because the other that's kind of an older series in the sense like Bleach has been around for a while. This is a new, uh, uh, you know, new part of the Bleach series, but everything else is super new. What is y'all big takeaway? And I'll start off with Dion. Um, I start off with Bleach being one of my favorites. Um, I think it's a lot of their core fan base who are so ready for them to come back with something. And, you know, they're part of the big three that haven't had something in a long time. And as a fan, we've been just waiting and waiting for it. So I think it's more loyalty than anything um, that's keeping it up there. That that high. Um, also, when I look at this list, it's not a lot of hard hitting animes. 
you know, it's a lot of those uh, more dialogue-based animes, I, I guess, like My Happy Marriage and uh, oh, was it the, the Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of those uh, relationships and stuff like that versus those uh, the the heavy hitter ones. Like I would say Bungo Stray Dogs is, is kind of a more action-packed, but even like uh, Nishoku Tensei, it's been more of a dialogue-based season this year or this this season, and it's it's mm-hmm. kind of surprising to see, you know, that this list is full of <laughs> really, I hate to say like touchy feeling type animes, <laughs> but you know it is more. So more like it makes you think about your emotions because these a lot a lot of these have emotional the emotional depths of these animes are a lot stronger. Unlike I'm not saying unlike Tensei, Tensei the animation the emotions there, but there's also a little bit of fighting. Bleach has a lot more fighting and the emotions probably not as strong, but it's there in a small bit. And then you have the rest of these Dark Gathering, uh, Reverse R, Undead Murder Farce, which is basically a murder mystery. The girl I like forgot her glasses. And even to a point, I think with Might Be Marriage, they're all just story-driven. Story-driven dramas that have a basis for that. Which tells me this time around, I think I think you're getting you're gonna they're holding off on showing a lot of action-y stuff until we get closer to fall and winter. That could be a reason why, but ultimately we don't really know why we got a lot of this anime, these animes in this list this time around. Um, Chris, what is your take on this? Okay, so firstly, if let's just say Jujutsu Kaisen was on this list, then I would automatically assume if, if even if it was in the, the number four spot, that means everything from four to ten would be at least one rank below. Correct. That's the way I'm looking at it. Now, my happy marriage is not really a conversational anime. From from what I've seen, it's actually kind of action based. It does have a lot of dialogue, but it is still action. Still, yeah, it's still action based. It and, and that's what I mean by by like the dialogue content, like the. Uh, you know, like Mushuko Tensei, it's it's still action based, but it's it's had a lot of dialogue this this season. But yeah, continue. Well, my bad. But but now, I've been watching Bleach. Both of you guys know I have watched it from episode one. I am currently <laughs> on season twenty-two. I mean, yeah, twenty-two. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is going through the full. Gambit of Bleach from the beginning to now. So yes, he's he's. I can attest to that when he says he's watched it through. He's watching it through right now. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm not currently watching the current season of Bleach, but however, I can see why it's gathered a fan base the way that it has. Plus, on top of new people like myself who wanted to know what the hype is all about, especially for mm-hmm. it being an older. Like the way, so the way it was explained to me, let's say if, if Dragon Ball is one of the oldest animes with the most episodes, then the next episodes to follow would be the current big three. 
and Bleach being one of those, mm-hmm. which makes sense. So therefore, I think this is a pretty accurate chart compared to what's out right now. Okay. Okay. I, I will say we are at the halfway point for most of these animes. So we have six weeks left. And usually, like me and Chris have done in the past, we're at, when we're at the halfway point, you got a good sense of what people like. If my happy, if my happy marriage is at the top, that means people are really enjoying it. If Mujinji Tensei Season 2 is up there, people are really enjoying it. If Bleach is up, is up there, like Chris and Dion have both mentioned, it's an older series that's been around for a long time. It's been around the same time, around, as long as Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. And it's one of those things where people want to see why it's all hyped. That's why those are in the top three. The rest of these do have some kind of fan base behind them. I know Stray Dogs is season five, so that's been around for a while. Um, uh, Reverse R is, pre- I know, pretty big amongst fans. Undead Murder Farce, I think a lot of people are enjoying. It is that murder mystery. Out of all of them on this list, that is the most, that's the one that's most conversational, like Dion's mentioning, where it's a lot of dialogue. That is pretty much Undead Murder Farce. It's a lot of dialogue. And there is little fighting, very little, but it's mainly built to be a clue style, murder mystery style thing. Um I, I'm gonna like be that. very what is it, Damon Rompa? Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, I'm gonna be very interested once we get to week seven, eight, nine. By the time we get to week nine, we'll be at the end of August, or we'll be close. We'll be close seven so week seven going into week eight. We'll be at the end of August. Go and then that will start Jujutsu Kaisen again. That will start a couple other things again, with having and also not having Zom one hundred on this list because they get delayed until next week. Um, is also kind of interesting because if Zom one hundred was on the list, I think it cracks the top five pretty easily because last episode cracked the top five pretty easily by fans. So there's a couple of things that are missing. I think would we'll crack this list a little bit more and make it fall down the order. But overall, I think this has been a very good anime se- summer season for the, for the most part, for most people, I think it's not, it's one where you kind of, if you don't have the time to watch everything, there's a few couple of hard hitters there you can watch. Um, speaking of Zom 100. <laughs> this gets into the question I have for the guys tonight. And I'm going to mention this because Zom 100 did put out the thing that they are delaying the episode that was supposed to come out this week to next week. Because on in Japan, they do still do TV listings. In the sense that, that it's supposed to, it airs in Japan first and then gets to go on streaming sites. Well, it can't air in Japan yet because there's a sports event going on in Japan right now. I think it's the Sporting Olympics. That's what they call it in Japan. Um, and it's created... This is the second delay for Zom 100. And other things have got delayed in the past for other shows. So my question to gentlemen tonight is what... Why do you think we get so many delays outside of, outside of the obvious thing of other things taking up TV slots? But also, is there a way to, you think there's going to be a way to ever fix this? Because more and more now, the last couple months, I know with the winter, uh, the spring season, we had a lot of delays with episodes. What 
I think what is the big thing? Why do things get delayed so quick, like so quickly? But in this case, we got we got the announcement from Zom 100 people that they were going to delay it. We got the previous announcement from the we're going to delay a previous episode. So it is more common, and it is more thing they do talk. They do say it's being delayed. Um, they did delay another show too, but they didn't give a reason why. For there's another show that got delayed for next couple, in like for September till September because of some things, but they didn't say why on that one. So what do you what do you think the big reason why we get a lot of delays in anime, and is there a way to fix that? Who you want to start with? Either one, uh, Chris, you can start. Okay, bit. Okay, so it depends on which way you want to look at it. Because obviously major holidays or even, I guess you can say, certain holidays that only certain countries represent, it's different. So if you look at it from a holiday standpoint, I don't think that's going to change. And low-key, and honestly, I don't think it should be fixed. Now, if you look at it from a political point of view, that's where things can get a little dicey. You look at what's going on in America right now with the writers' strike, a lot of TV shows and stuff are starting to get canceled and delayed. So, hence, that, that. So, it's not too far to say that something in Japan wouldn't be too much different. However, you have to look at the, the different types of politics that go on overseas rather than it happens there. They have a, they literally have teams and teams of people that do, that do different animes year round. And there's sometimes they work schedules are 10 to 12 hours a week, depending on which studio and what anime they're doing. Now, if you ask me, if they say they needed a break, give them post a break. I mean, I enjoy my anime like everybody else, but I can't be so ready to watch my show that to think that, oh, this person way across the world might be suffering of something or anything. So, yeah, just give the people the day off the way they need it. Or you can always, to, but if you wanted to fix the delay in it, give people the breaks they need, the time they need, and make schedule days off and give them, give them pay the way that they would like to be paid for those holidays, if their holiday pay is available. So that's how you fix that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll let Dion go before I answer. <clears throat> Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs> I completely disagree, bro. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Before, Dion, before you start, I have to say, I give these guys some mm-hmm. deep questions, and they, Chris has said this to me before. It makes him think, which is not a bad thing, but it's also like, I... I, I'm I'm on Twitter. I see these things, so it's not like it's not like they're coming out of nowhere. It's there's a reason behind them, and I think it's interesting. With people probably like, man, these questions are really deep. How are you all going to answer this? I want to hear somebody who's also what like these both men. Both of these men have both watched anime, so they kind of understand what's going on in this medium. And I have another perspective, which I'm about to talk about. But Dion, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, that's that's perfectly fine. I'm glad you explained that. Um, <laughs> from a perspective of mine, for one, I'm going to say this. Don't release an anime if you're not ready to release every episode. 
that's like a, a music artist releasing a CD or an album, but only giving you three songs at a time. I'm like, oh, no, I'm only release three songs. You got to wait for the fourth and fifth songs. Don't release it all at the same time or at least be ready to release it all at the same time. And I get what you're saying about them having breaks and all of this, but the show must go on. You're giving us this consistency of, or at least what you want to be consistent. If you get that break, you're going to lose um, a lot of people following, you know, a lot of people who are interested, especially for um, new animes like, like John 100. And uh, it's, it's a lot more like the misfit of uh, Demon King. Um, they're, they've been delayed. They're, they're only on their second season, you know. They already didn't have a big following to begin with. So for the second season to start being super delayed, like, all right, what are y'all doing? And I get right now that they have the um, the event going on in Japan, but how many people are actually watching this event 24-7? Like, I get airtime and all that, but that's y'all lost Japan. <laughs> like, people watch anime all around the world, you know, if you have this company and it release something for the mass, release it. I get y'all got an event going on, but release it. The people who want to watch it can go watch it later. <laughs> you know? Um, and then release it on the Television as as needed, but I don't I don't feel like you should make people wait whoa, 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 for whoa, whoa, something. Whoa, 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 whoa. you just you just did a whole contradiction to what you just said. You realize that, right? What you mean? What you mean? You said as needed. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. once you release it online or on streaming services and stuff like that, if your network slot comes back then go ahead and, and put it on that TV show. But it's already been released. So what's the difference, though, if it, if it didn't go on there? What's the difference? Well, right now, we can't watch it because they don't want it to get paid up. They want it to go on TV first, right? So right. if it just got released and they, they didn't was like, oh, we got to go on TV first and then we can release it, we would be able to watch it whether it's on TV or not. That wouldn't hold us up as fans. That would just hold, you know, the locals up. Which is okay, cool. I mean, I see but where you coming already from. Already started. See where you coming from, and it's not like I don't, um, you know, it's not like I don't understand. But to me, it just sounds a little selfish. It is. It's completely selfish. A thousand percent selfish, but as a con- but as a consumer, I have the right to be selfish. You know what I'm saying? As a consumer, you have the right to be selfish. You don't go into a restaurant and say, "Oh, is the is the cook feeling okay today? Are they are they feeling okay today?" No, you go into a restaurant, you expect to get your food. You go into a store, you expect them to serve you. You know, you log into your whatever uh, streaming service, or you subscribe to whoever uh, providers. You you expect to get your service. So for people who purchase manga, for people who purchase merchandise, for people who, you know, actually put forth 
time and development behind these, these anime developers, we expect to be served. You know, it's like, yeah, one cook wasn't feeling good, but they, they go out and put another one in. These are like super big companies. Man. Like what happens? And, and I, I, do, I will say it can be, like you were saying with the strikes, like that's something that's unavoidable. But this is uh, the whatever the uh, sport event is, that's been scheduled. This is an annual thing, you know? Like we're still getting other animes. It's not like all anime distribution is canceled because of this. Well, obviously not, especially if other animes are still showing. Like, I mean, I understand right. what you mean. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, what makes this one particular company or this one particular anime, because I believe they have another uh, anime that's streaming. They and I could do. be wrong on that. It could I be think they do. I think well, I forget. They, I don't know the title of it, though, but I think they do have something going, still going in the pipe. I, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to leave it alone. Say this, I'm going to leave it alone. So... It's not like I don't understand what they understand. In some ways, I, I do agree with them. Maybe I might be a little bit more sympathetic. It may be me. However, when I look at another country and the way the world is right now, the same way thinking is the same way that Japan has. Why, why should they get this show if we, if our people ain't got it, that is that that studio's decision. But it's it's also like you said, why should they? Because they purchase. They they're merchandisers. They're consumers, just like Japan is. And I get Japan is like their home, and you know that's that's where they really try to develop themselves. But let's let's be honest. Right now, there's so many more people all around the world that have developed an appetite for anime, you know, cons and merchandising and mega sales. Like, yeah, Japan is your home, but you got to feed everybody else, too. I do have a question for Brandon, right? Because I know you still have your response to give. So so this can yeah, go ahead. tie into your response. Go ahead. Go ahead. So with, it, with the replies that both me and Dion gave, now my only only thought process after that is Don 100, which is the anime in question, do you think it's the mediums that they're involved in that make them, that set them apart from the, from the animes we watch only on Crunchyroll? And then after you give your, your answer, I have a, a little reveal for you if you didn't already know. So I do know Zom 100 is Zom 100 is also being shown on Netflix. I also do know Zom 100 is also being shown on one of the streaming sites. I don't remember the other streaming site for sure. I also know the movie had came out. So mm-hmm. we have that we have that as well. I will say this. For me, I think the big thing and the thing I look at for this there's two schools of thought, and I'll give you both schools. One is the same problem here in the Americas, in the sense that if a sporting event or something takes over something, that 
is always going to be first. Good example, NBA Finals, playoffs, Super Bowl. I could go down a list of Olympics, any big tennis events. That automatically would probably take over a spot on television outside of there's a few other exceptions outside the few exceptions of presidential debates that takes up spots in the United States for TV time. So shows get bumped. We have um, news events that get bumped. News events bump other things because of that. So the same rule applies, I think, in that sense for Japan. Bigger events will pull will take up spots if they're more profitable or more of a thing that's normal. The other flip side of this coin, and I agree with Chris on this, the fact that it I do think people do need their rest, the time to do things. Yes, it is kind of annoying. It is, yes, it is annoying that we have to wait a week. Absolutely. But at least they told us. The other thing is I'd rather people get their rest and be right of mind to make something great and not half do it. The other reason I bring this up, what I'm about to mention, simple fact, video games. And most people who listen to us probably know we all three play video games very much, a lot. Most video games, and people say this all the time, are half done, half baked, not finished, not oh, complete. Yeah. What? And I get that. But also the same <laughs> problem it, it lies in video game development crunch, as what they call what they call an entry crunch, where they're working a hundred something hours a week, where they're sleeping at the office where they're doing things outside your normal habits to where you can't see family, you're doing other things, and you're just pushing and pushing and pushing to get this game out. So the game has hit a deadline. <laughs> Here's my thing. If we're going to... Well, once you get deadline, you're done. <laughs> yes. Yes. But you go to sleep here, in. <laughs> here's, the, here's the other problem with that. And I think that's the thing I don't agree with you on, Dion. To be all due respect, mm -hmm. is that when a game is done, there are still bugs, there are still glitches, there are still things broken in most games when they come out. I know everything can't be caught right away. That makes sense. But here's the thing: I rather you take your and I've talked and one of our good one of our good friends, Chris's cousin, by the way, Drew. I've talked to Drew about this a bunch with games. I don't care if you take five years on a game. You know why? You take five years in the game and take your time. It will come out better than it than it would have came out if you took two. You know why? You have enough time. I can agree with that. To actually do the work you need to do, get the right testing, have the QA testers do everything they need to do to make the game the best it can be. Are there going to still be glitches and bugs within a five year period? After a five year period. Absolutely. You're not going to catch everything. But the amount of glitches, amount of small things that need to be fixed are very few and far between. You might, you're going to have a day one patch anyway, so that day one patch is going to fix a lot of that stuff. Let me go back to anime. I honestly think here's the thing. We get a lot of anime announcements like that. We get a lot of anime announcements quick, fast. So they'll announce, they'll announce anime in it like a year or two before it comes out. They'll announce the anime three or four years before it comes out. The thing is, when you do that, you get a lot of hype. Also, the thing is, 
in that time, you're going to probably do the first couple episodes of the anime really, really good. You have the time. You have the, you got the budget behind it. The other thing is, and I think that's the, the bigger issue, is when you do the first couple episodes with this great animation, great voice actors, dialogue is amazing, all that kind of stuff. I think the other side of that coin is, well, we got the first couple episodes done. Hope it hits with fans. Okay, it hit a couple hit a couple hit. Now they get more money. They get more backing. Now you're you're now keeping up a standard of something almost to a A level grade show, or the best way to put it in gamer terms is a triple A game. That is hard to do every single week. And it's not even, and I don't expect that. Yes, is most anime not fully polished? Absolutely. But my big thing, and I always tell Drew this with games, me and Drew have this unlock with games. My big thing is frame rate and um, gameplay. If those two things are good, and story, if a story and a story is decent, if those three things are deep, are good. Everything else is just add-on. I don't need a game to look like 4K, ray tracing, looks amazing. I, I'm watching a movie. I can have a 1080p game and it looks fine to me. I have a 1440p game and runs at 60, looks great to me. When anime, as long as the visuals are decent enough, but yet the story, the characters, everything else is amazing, fine. Every episode don't need to be a movie, but every episode do need its time to cook in the oven. And that's the big thing with anime. I think they have a hard time doing every episode needs time to cook in the oven. And it doesn't get that time sometimes when they're doing it week by week by week by week. But on the flip side of the coin, the first time we got a delay, the first time we got a delay, it was because the episode didn't go out fast enough to streaming sites. It, 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 it aired on TV, but it came out, it had, like, got late to streaming sites. So it already aired. This time around, it's for a TV reason and it's for another thing entirely. Chris, you can ask her the question. I'm sorry, I took a little, I kind of went on a tangent there. Not a tangent, but I, I, I answered the question, but by also giving my opinion. But Chris, what was your other side of that question? You, you did answer, answer my question. Oh, okay, I did. Okay, good. You did answer it, but but I do will give you my little reveal that you didn't already know. So you heard, we all heard that um, Disney Plus is trying to come out with their own animes, correct? Correct. And in last season, anime they actually had a good one that was really that came across well called Heavenly Delusion. Yes, I remember the title. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Keep now. Do we know? We we all know that Hulu is is one of Disney subsidiaries, right? They own Hulu. Mm-hmm. Now, guess which service is now is now on Hulu? Disney Plus. No. Yeah, want to give a crack? Nobody? Everybody gives up? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. 
Crunchyroll. Oh. What? How? Yes. Yeah. Threw me for a loop, too. All right, then. That partially kind of throws something <laughs> to a spanner. To in a, in a span of work, but that kind of just tells you something's not great. Literally, politics, man. Yeah. I, as we're finishing up this talk, by the way, get up episode six of Dead Mount Death Play. I will say this: both of you aren't wrong. There are both sides of the coin there. I think it's just the way people look at it, and yet we are. We are conditioned, and sadly, this is the way the world worked. We are so conditioned to have things be immediate, have things on at a certain time every day. We've gotten used to it so much. Or, in most cases, we've had things where you just been watching a whole series. For example, Chris is binge-watching Bleach right now. It goes back to a conversation we had a couple months ago, uh, I think episode 7, episode seven, episode six, where we talked about should they release the whole anime straight up or do you like the episodic thing? And I remember Dion said he'd rather have the full-on uh, episodes where it's not, you don't have to wait a week by week by week basis. I think the only problem with doing that is your the polish wouldn't be there if you did them all at once because then they would have to just make the whole season and then drop it. They have done that with Netflix and Hulu and even Disney Plus for some of them. So it is there. It is possible. But I don't know how much of that is going to stay the same. But I will say this. Let me know what y'all think. I do appreciate it. I want to hear what y'all think. Hit me up in the comments. Hit me, hit me in the comments on the video when I put it, put it on YouTube. Hit me on the comments on Twitter. I want y'all. I want you to know what y'all think about this because it's an interesting thing. I'm going to ask you both this before we can we watch uh, Dead Mountain Death Play. Chris, do you think we see more delays in the upcoming summer season? And do you think it affects what's coming out in the winter or fall in this case? I hope we don't get any more delays, but we probably will. Let's just be honest. And, but I hope we don't get any in the winter season because we usually don't. Uh, so... What was the second part of the question? Do you think there are, if we do get any more delays in the summer, do you think it affects the winter season or the fall season? Fall season going into winter, basically. No, because I have seen seasons overlap each other. Okay. Okay. Um, Dion, same question to you. What do you, do you think we're going to have any more delays over the summer? And do you think it's going to affect the fall season? I don't think the summer is going to have... I don't think they'll have mid-reveal uh, breaks. Like, you've already started the anime, then you take a break, like Zombie and Ezra. But there may be a few delays to um, even premiere. Um Simply because there's there's already some now that are delayed that have no date attached, so you okay. may still have some that's like oh yeah we're gonna come out but then they 
they uh, approach a problem and now they got to start over or something. But as okay. far as affecting the fall season, I don't see any of the summer releases affecting the fall season just because I, I feel like a lot of the ones coming out in the fall are coming out of different studios. Um, okay. Okay. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, that's true. By the way, if everybody's going to... I, I, I know people are going to probably think about this in the comments of this of video or even think about it as they're listening to this podcast. Oh, we're all good friends. So these are all three different opinions, and all three different opinions probably are very similar to people who are listening to the podcast because a lot of people like their stuff immediate. A lot of people don't mind for them to wait, like I don't. A lot of people are Chris's view. People are people. Let them have their time. So I don't think any of three, three of us are wrong. I think it's just the way you see things and how you consume your media. And that's going to be the big thing with this, I think a lot of people understood, but I think a lot of people were also kind of like, they don't want to see more happen because they feel like if more happened, there's something wrong with the studio, something's going wrong in that, you know, internally, and they don't feel, they feel like that'd be a bad thing. Ultimately, I hope people are getting the rest. I hope people are not overworked, but at the same time, every time, every once in a while, I think it's a balancing act of making something really great, but also not overdoing it. But let's get into Dead Mount Death Play episode six. Um, before I get into this, Dion, did you watch the previous episode? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm actually, uh, yeah, I think absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, before we get into this, what do you think of the previous episode? Uh, what was it called? The monster, yes, the monster. Um, Sorry, I, I started this real quick. Let me, um, the previous episode, I want to say it was a little lackluster for what I was expecting. Okay. Um, but as, as far as development I, I think it had a, a strong presence with, with giving a little bit more to the story and character development and introduced a few new people and um gave us a little a little bit more of answers i guess mm -hmm. than okay. having um, why why do you think it was but, lack, why do you think it was lackluster because chris said he thought the same thing what was your reason for thinking it's lackluster um, I, I want to say we spent 60% of the episode in their room, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's well, that's it, fair, yeah. we had a few different action things kind of take place, but for the most part, we really were sitting down talking, <laughs> you know, the entire episode and it was. It was interesting conversations, like we found out about the twins and all this other stuff, but it really wasn't anything exciting. You know, it wasn't like, oh my God, that's who that is, or like, <laughs> you know, you didn't get really any breakthrough information, you just kind of got some tidbits, and it's like, yeah, all right, you're not going to give me somebody 
decapitating something or, you know, someone else dying or anything like that. At least give me like a ooh aha moment and mm-hmm. I didn't have that in this episode. Uh Chris, remind me why you thought the episode was kind of lackluster. Was it the same reason, pretty much? Because, not necessarily, but it was the one scene where he just started spewing his feelings, and he, he just took him way out of character. Yeah, okay. that's a, Okay, that was the other thing. All right. Because I thought that was actually pretty decent, but it does feel kind of rushed. That's why I figured that about it. Yeah. It feels kind of rushed. Yeah, I didn't mind that part. I didn't mind it. I do. I do agree with Chris. Now thinking back, it is kind of weird that he does that, and that's his character. Like that's a character change, but it's a weird character change. It's not something you would do because he's already a pretty evil person. But at the same time, he wants to do good. So it kind of that balance is there for a reason, but it does feel off. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then you see how sensitive he is from the very first episode. And in various episodes, where he's crying over children, and or not necessarily crying, but you know, overreacting over children, and he he's got this. He almost has a like I, like he has this this corpse god demeanor, but it's there's always this sense of sadness looming over him, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know to see that that particular part is kind of like. I guess just my perception of it is like I could understand that happening. Plus, he he likes to monologue. I mean, remember the very first episode, he was monologuing to a dead body. Yeah, so, he, <laughs> he did monologue. He, likes it. he does like to talk. All right, <laughs> so let's get into this. I hope you have episode six of Dead Mount Death play up, where I will say three, two, one, and then we'll get going. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, three, two, one, let's go. The fire starter. Oh yeah, that's the mansion. This is the mansion right there in the last episode they're going to. Focus home. All right, then. How? All right, we're just gonna, we're just gonna start off with that. She's she's prim proper. Okay. No, we want to talk about out of character. <laughs> That's out of character for her. But she also knows the situation, so she is an assassin. So I'm not gonna, I am not gonna poo poo that a little. I'm not gonna say that's bad because that makes sense. For her.
I will say with this opening, if you remember the opening from Kaisen Dion, it has that same fast cutting, but it makes sense where they're how they're cutting it. Yeah, I, I, I like that. And it goes so well with the, the rhythm of the, the music. Correct. That's table good. Uh, well, yeah, you're trying to you're trying to lay low. Hard to do with a moving shark <laughs> on puppy. her shoulders. I got to admit, that's an odd family. Oh, it's a super odd family. I will be using that. But I bedroom love security how officer. That's my new job. Bed- Why would you have a bedroom security? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I'm not gonna. Ask. Never mind. I don't want to <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. We're having a meeting here? He talks about Last Vacation, a movie he watched? What the world? Yep. 
That's your favorite character? Bitch. Yeah, grandfather is like my new favorite character now. Or father. Mm-hmm. Right, I've seen somebody like that at Toyota, and I'm not going to lie, it kind of scared me a little bit. <laughs> Yes, every big mama in a black household. Maybe so, but they don't scare me as much as an old Asian dude that walk around a, a company building dressed like that. Well, that, that that just tells you he's seen some stuff. He's seen everything, literally. Like that's nothing. That's nothing. He's... Yeah, dude, actually, cool does something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that demon is creepy. That's the that's the reason I said that. He has that weird hunch of like he knows things. Oh yeah. Yes. Tell your favorite character energy. <laughs> yes. His story, his life story. Like how he get this code. See, like that's the kind of old man I'm gonna be when I when I get old. I gotta go. I gotta travel. <laughs> the day I listen like to y'all, y'all, y'all already know what's up. Him and then the guy from Way of the House Husband, spirit animals. <laughs> Who is the lady under the table? I'm not okay.
Wait a minute. We're inside the girl. Looking at the point of view from the demon or the spirit or mm. whatever it is. I'm trying hard not to mix it up with Jujutsu Kaisen and call them curses and curse energy. <laughs> yeah, because you yeah. know, I've been watching Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's their mother. Who burned alive. Big sister. Oh. He's trying to warn her, don't go. Oh no. You lord you lord the kid oh oh great.
Nope, knee to the face. Ooh. <laughs> you know his brain is rattled. <laughs> that hurt. God, we don't like Speaking to the spirit. Space just fell off? Okay. Wait, there's a mask? Uh, y'all might want to do what the lady says. You're right. <laughs> like, like, don't stand up. Don't stand up. This big brother. Her demeanor is entirely different. It is so good here. I love this. Oh, wait, we're going to get a fight in a burning building? Okay. All right. Yep. He don't know that she can't really die. Nope. Oh, you were dirty. Why were you dirty? All right, he's about to disappear. A beautiful scene so far. <laughs> Wait. Absolutely. He has no idea what's going on. No, he doesn't. Bye-bye. <laughs> Woo. 
He thought he got away with it. <laughs> Dang, Oh. Yeah, I don't think you want to. I don't think you want to mess with that. What? Second favorite character. Lemmings. <laughs> that is my favorite character. Yo. <laughs> yep. And just walk away. Yep. Oh, it's came, secret to everybody. He came, came out of nowhere like Batman. Yep. The real guy. <laughs> And then just and then just left. left without a trace. Oh look. Okay, I like her demeanor. <laughs> All right. Demeanors work for Clarice. For Pocus family.
background i have to say something i wasn't going to be able to sleep tonight <laughs> who is she fire safe so is that the real fire bug uh, I, I, why I do mean, i actually know that song though Brandy, do you want to uh, roll through, or do you want to pause and stop uh, talk? Let's stop for a second, because here's the thing. That episode was only 23 minutes. But yet, in 23 minutes, you gave us so much stuff. I, I, I don't know where to start, because here's the thing. We start this episode where the previous episode leaves off. They're heading to the mansion to meet the kids, to meet the family, all that kind of stuff. Cool. We got that figured out. So we, he gets the house. Pokey's like, I'm here to meet the dude. And the guy asks, why is the girl with you? And the girl, he's like, she's a friend. She's somebody I know. All that died. And Dion mentioned it right away. The girl goes into this proper, like... Like, kind of a a girl you wouldn't want to you would want you want to take to your mother kind of thing. He, she goes that proper, and is out of this world amazing. Then we get to the family dinner. They kind of talk about who he is, who's Pokey, why the girl with her. The girl kind of says, "I have a family business." He saved my life. All this other stuff. I won't go through that whole section because the only that whole section is just a lot of talking. It is not really much of that dialogue doesn't really matter, except for one thing. Well, two things. One of the guys at the end of the table that he talks to, he's like, I don't know who he is. Is part of the family? Who is he? And they say the guy's name, but that's actually not the guy's name. The guy's name is just like a, he's part of, he's like their lawyer or something. Then we get the character that I didn't expect. We get this old man, and Chris brought this up. This old man walks in wearing this like kimono looking thing, grandfather as they call him. And this dude, stoic, kind of starts off going, Oh, I watched that movie you told me about, which is one of his kids or grandkids or whatever. I liked it. It was actually good. And the guy goes with the glasses, Oh, it's a shark movie. So that's why this shark. And then this stems from the shark he saw, the little kid saw the shark on the shoulder. I'm going to ask you this, gentlemen. From that First bit alone, that first bit was maybe about eight minutes. Not even, more, not even that. What did y'all think about that? And I'll start off with Dion. Oh, let's just say Focus Dad is my new favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> It was the uh, bartender, but this guy gives that that just vibe of don't mess with me. The way he <laughs> the way he stared down the the lawyer guy or 
the one of the husbands to somebody in the family, whatever. And he makes them back down so easily. <laughs> I, he just he just gives that energy as like, okay, I I I could see the corporate God actually coming from this family, but the change up was so unexpected from uh, the the girl. That that was unexpected. I did not want to see it until I seen it. You know what I'm saying? Like seeing her beforehand was like, oh, I love her as a character. Like she's so cool. But then you see the change, and you're like, oh, <laughs> this is interesting. That first part was very interesting. We see the different little twists and, and spins to it. Okay. Chris, what did you think about this first little section we got of this episode? Okay. Have either one of you or maybe any one of our audience has maybe seen that movie called uh, Fight Night? Or is it Night Fight? Yes. Fight Night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the Christmas movie. You're talking about which movie? Christmas movie. Christmas. Oh, yes, yes. I've seen it. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the title, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, this, that scene reminded me a lot of this, of this movie. So, it's like you have family members who are trying to impress, impress Grandpa who are like, you know, he's loaded. We want to make sure he's on his good side. You know, so, you know just, they're just kind of fucking, you know, kissing ass to him. And But he knows it. And his family, he knows it. So, Are you but, talking about so, Violent Night? No, I'm sorry. That movie is called Violent Night. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. But the other okay. app compares, the other app comparison I could see to this, Violent Night's one of them. The other one is Knives Out. Because it reminded me of the Knives Out movie where they're trying to figure out who who did what to the killer. But in this case, it's not a killer. Like you said, they're trying to press grand they're trying to press grandfather. They don't care about anything else. Yeah, so but that's what I'm saying. So but this movie reminded me of that scene. It's like they're all kind of kissing ass, but that's grandpa. He got the money. We want what he got. We want to make sure he in his will. But Grandpa come out, but Grandpa ain't that. He old, but he ain't see now. And he let he let everybody in there know. He, you know what I'm saying? And just just like Dion was talking about that one guy, you know, who the salesman. His his question was, he was trying not to be rude, but his question was like, nigga, why is you really here? <laughs> why? What makes you think you can be alive? Yeah, yeah. That was the vibe that I got. Just you know, so. So then we go from <laughs> that. So we see the grandfather. Pokey walks up to the grandfather and says, Dad, I'm sorry I left you. All this kind of stuff. He's trying to, he's also trying to kiss up to the grandfather a little bit, but he's all trying to learn things himself. So then the grandfather goes, Don't, oh, don't, basically, like, don't apologize. You did nothing wrong. And then they go have a talk off by themselves. 
And this talk is so weird because they start talking and right as you hear them talking, the grandfather knows what's going on. The grandfather's like, you're not my real pokey. Where is my real pokey? And what happened to him? I see him in the flesh right in front of me. I see everything. You know, I see everything. But you're not him. So then out of nowhere, he just pulls out this sword from, we don't know where he grabbed the sword, by the way, in his cloak somewhere. Just pulls out the sword and puts it to Pokey's neck. <laughs> you're like, wait, so you're saying that is your, that looks like your son, that feels like your son, but he's not actually my son. Where's my actual son's soul? Then they do a hard cut. They're like, you know what? This is getting too serious. Explosion. Explosion comes out of the forest. Pokey goes, I need to go see what that's about. Uh, wait, and the guy part's like, what? what? What are you talking about? And then he's like, can I go check on that? I need to see if the kids are okay. The kids are okay. And the guy part's like, fine, go ahead. He leaves. Pokey leaves. Go see what happens over there. Grandfather's just standing there like, okay, but you're mad. Nobody normally moves like that. I see your magic thing. Okay, cool, fine. We're not gonna we're not gonna bother. Uh, then I love the fact. Then the girl, there's a girl underneath the table. The girl goes, "Uh, you should you should have killed him when you had a chance. Why didn't you?" He's still my son, basically. I'm like. Okay, all right then. So then from that, we go back to the police. And the police are talking to this dude. Don't know who this dude is. Don't really know much about this dude. Basically asking him some questions about some fire breaker, fire starter things, all that kind of stuff. The And then they're going through this thing. And we don't figure out much from this conversation. They just kind of leave it as is and walk off. Um, or leave it as is and they cut away. So my question to y'all, what y'all think about this section? Because this section basically kind of gives you the fact that the grandfather has a heart. He does care, but he also knows something's afoot. And Dion, I'll start with you. I'll just say this. As a parent, we can tell our children from their mannerisms, the way they speak, like... If my daughter was to call my phone right now and not say anything, I could tell it was her by the way she breathes. So I understand him knowing immediately. What I don't understand about that situation is poker. He already was confronted by the twins saying that his demeanor was completely different and off. So if he was trying to fool the grandfather, I don't understand why he wouldn't, like, get the real poker's opinion on his mannerisms or something, you know? He kind of just went in there the same way he's always is. There's very court Scottish, not yeah. necessarily pokerish. He did. And, yeah, uh, you, you just kind of know that that's, yeah, that's <laughs> not fooling the parents. Yeah. So, Chris, what do you think about this? I forgot to mention one other thing. Between the time they talked, he talked to the grandfather in the dining room, to the time they go outside, go to the other building and talk, we do cut back to the team in the house, and the tech dude goes, oh, this is, he's part of this really rich family, this really rich family that has high-end security, that this security is so well-known to the point people want to work for the security, the security team. So be on your guard. I'm like, 
why didn't you tell him that at first? But we're seeing a flashback of it, so this was something he already found out. But I, I like I asked Chris, what do you think about this section, including that part as well? I forgot to mention it. Well, see, and this is when this is like the beginning of the 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 uh, the conflict of of a story. Mm-hmm. You know, like it gets tense as he's talking to the grandpa, because the grandpa just like Dion said, like I mean, like Brandon, if if you don't call your mom in in probably forty eight to seventy two hours. She knows something wrong. Probably I don't know your mom like that, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you call her, like, I don't know what it is, because like, I get it from my niece. If I get a random call of the day and it's from my niece, I automatically know something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, it's... Absolutely. Like, it's people, like, just like Dion saying, their mannerisms, the way they talk, the way they move. It's, you, you know, after spending years with people, you recognize things like that. So, like, like Brandon, even you, I know I could probably tell when you have something else to do depending on the time of day that you text me. Correct. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So, so now, now going into the story, everything there is setting up because you know something is going to happen. You know there is a spirit. You know there are kids in danger, but you don't know what's going to happen. And they do a good job of keeping the mystery up all the way till the next part that you're about to give. Yep. So then we see, and they did this perfectly. So perfectly, and I thought it was a real person, but it wasn't. It's the spirit of the 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 sister of the of this of the little kids spirit in this case it's her physical body at the time this happened but we're looking at through her eyes so she's going to find this bag the kids left in the forest so she goes to get this bag we're still seeing it through through her eyes through all this then we see the guy that was at the head of the table on the on the far end next to pokey the other dude that i forget the guy i forget who he was but he was asshole at the table they're talking and they go like, well, can we start this process faster? And he's like, it's going to take two years. Two years seems like a long wait. Well, if we do it slowly, we can slowly get rid of the family and basically burn them out. And as we get to that point, we can destroy everybody and take everything for ourselves. Basically plotting to pretty much kill the family. So she hears all this and she runs back to them and try to warn them. In the process of doing that, she gets burned. Figuratively and literally. And it's a way of her feeling guilty because she heard about this long time ago and she never had a chance to warn anybody. Then, on top of it all, we go back to the present time and and you see the kids walking the hallway. The guy with the I think he has the fake, the hair and everything. One of the guys that's in the house, part of the family, supposed to be part of the family, says, we need to get out of here. Something, something went wrong. Something exploded. And so she gets the kids. They're about to leave. They get to the bottom of this basement thing. And then the, the little girl goes, and the little girl goes to the boy 
she knows something's wrong and he goes what's wrong we have to get out of here and she's like well there's no way to get out of here there's no passageway there's nothing it's a dead end and he's like wait what and then the guy who had the hair on takes the hair off has a scar on his face and it's just like or he doesn't take the hair off but you can see his demeanor change and the demeanor change he's like i lured you in my trap now you're gonna get you're not you're gonna be dead and on top of it all, it's, it was foreshadowing something from earlier we saw in a flashback. I'm going to roll through this next part because this next part actually makes more sense if I roll through it. So then we get, they're about to get destroyed. They're about to, he's about to burn with these gloves that make special lightning that turn the fire. Then out of nowhere, girl that the zombie comes out of nowhere and goes, uh-uh, you ain't doing this. I'm, I'm fighting you. All the time, she's still prim and proper. I'm like, okay, you're still prim and proper and also fighting a dude that's evil. Okay, I get, I, I, I'm surprised you're keeping the persona up now. Then she's like, kids, get out of here. But, but, and she's like, go now. And she's, and they're just like, okay, they're about to leave. They're slowly leaving. She, they, he puts out more fire. She grabs a pipe. They start fighting. Goes nuts. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really have. A, they don't really talk about much outside of the fact that she know who he is and she kind of knows what he does, but he does not know what she is. So she does. He does not know if she's a zombie. Shockingly, but he does have a hunch. He goes. He does say at one point when she kicks the pipe up, she's like, "How she's not burning? Something, something different about her." Then at the nick of time, as this fire is getting burning and burning. Pokey comes, saves the kid, and takes him out of the building. <sighs> Gentlemen, I have to ask you this. At this part, Chris, what do you think about the foreshadowing from the part we saw with the sister to the end of the fight when Pokey saves the kids? Because all that kind of connects together, and it makes it feel like they it was foreshadowing something that was going to happen later. The beginning was foreshadowing the, the present. So basically, from... A nice flashback that kind of gives us the idea of who the spirit is. She's her big sister, and going into the the actual conflict of the episode and seeing what's going on, it's like man, like he he goes to the kids and tells them it's a fire somewhere else, leaves them somewhere just to actually set the fire. Think about that. He had already planned everything. He had pre planned it all. Like, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. Now, as they're fighting, old girl come in there with the knee to the head. Bro, I mean, <laughs> right, literally, literally, knee to the face flush. Like, he did, she, <laughs> she didn't pull <laughs> back. She didn't pull back. But now, now see, that's the thing. Let's think about anime. Normally, that would that mm-hmm. knock somebody out if, if it don't kill you. So, so dude got back up. He ready to keep fighting. Girl ready to keep fighting. Girl tell kids to run. Mm-mm. Like honestly, if it was some black kids, they mm-mm. I don't think you would have had let them down there. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> now. Now, as we as the fight is going to, we go back to the surface, and we're seeing the other things that are going on. You know, things are coming to a 
it's starting to come to a resolution, oh, dude, Fonz happened to sneak out some, some way. I, I don't know how he sneaked out, but he got out. But that's when our main protagonist like, nah, bro, you ain't going nowhere. Or so he thought. He turned up the fire on him, too. Now, honestly, I thought that was a, a bit of a, a, a weak point. Like, dude, you literally, like, probably the most talented, spiritist, whatever, medium, whatever you want to call it in the show. I would, I'm would. i surprised you didn't just snatch your soul out of his body. I mean, that's what I would have done. Before but I... That's when my favorite character comes in. Uh, yeah, that's when my favorite character comes in, puts him down, and, and then just walks out like, yeah, I wasn't here. So oh, yeah. before I'm asking on this, before I ask him this though, I will say they do mention later in this episode, and he does mention that a couple times. Pokey does mention he doesn't have enough mana. At the same point, we've seen this dude some do some weird things. So I don't really fully <laughs> believe he doesn't have enough mana. But I digress. It is it is plot point. It's a plot thing, so it doesn't feel like he's overpowered. Fine. Uh, Dion, what do you think about that section? So from the time we see the spirit, the flashback of the, of the older sister, to the point we see the fight and the ending happens of that fight, what do you think about that? Well, I'll say we've had some very inconsistent flashback uh, motifs in this yeah. anime yeah. itself. Um, they do... They'll they flash back in a thought bubble. They'll flash back in like a full frame flashback. But this, I want to say, is one of the most creative flashbacks that they've had. Um, it kind of puts you in the moment, puts you on the edge of your seat, like what's going on. Um, and I enjoyed that flashback. What I didn't understand, though, is if Grandpa is so smooth, to the point where you don't even realize he's got guards hiding under tables while you're sitting in the room and you're the corpse god. Uh, how do you let this happen to... But, I mean, I digress. That just gave me some practical questions or illogical questions, I guess. But all in all, it was a smooth scene. Then we transition into the present where you get the twins in this room and <laughs> yeah, you're right. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have went down there had there been anything else, but <laughs> they in this room and the flying knee super samurai move come out of nowhere. The only thing that could have made that thing better is had he been in the middle of a full fledged monologue <laughs> yeah, he just starts. He just starts, he keeps talking. He keeps talking, and then she just knocks him out. Like, really? Wait, I was talking here. Yeah, <laughs> that, the only thing that could have made that better to me. <laughs> but you know that that scene was was it was it was okay. I enjoyed the aspect of it, but I don't understand how he survived. From dealing with her out of all of the people he could have fought, um, I think they kind of made her a little bit too prim and proper because Psycho wouldn't have let him walk out of that room. 
fire it off. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think the thing is, I think the thing is why she stays so prim and proper up through this point until we get outside is because I think they don't the two groups don't know about about each other. So I'm guessing both groups are like we don't yeah. want to look crazy for the other group in the sense that I'm not saying they're both I don't say both groups are crazy, but in the sense that she don't want to feel like oh, I'm just this crazy chick that does some weird things. But also the fan was like, I don't want to be looking crazy in front of them either. So she tries to stay prim proper. She doesn't yeah. kill him right, right away. He, They end up do get him later. I'm going to explain that ending, whole ending thing about that. But I think there, as I explained the ending too, there's a plot point that I don't get and I'm going to I'm gonna bring it out when I think about when I talk about the ending. But I think that's the reason why she stays in that prim proper because she's in that place and she's like, I don't want to look overly weird because people don't people don't know that I'm overly weird. And even when he even says there's something weird about her, even though she's not getting burned and staying alive, he knew something was up, but he couldn't point pinpoint it either. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then I I, I guess I feel like they did that to be able to bring Lemmings in at, at the scene that Chris likes. Correct. I, I think that was just you know, a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so I think it was cool. So then we cut again back to the police station. They're talking to that dude again. The dude pretty much says, "I'm not going to recap this because he pretty much says nothing, much of nothing, outside of the fact that y'all are looking in the wrong place. <laughs> Something's wrong. Y'all didn't look in the right place. So what are we supposed to be looking for?" Then he explains, "Oh, this is." This has been happening way before this. All this kind of stuff, kind of. So he knows about Firestarter. This guy in jail knows about Firestarter. So he knows what's going on. So then we cut back to the house. They're outside. Everybody's happy. The kids are safe. Everybody's safe. Everything's going well. Well, we have this one maid who's not who's not a maid, and who's a maid, and yet Pookie's like. I've had your I've I've my I've had my eye on you ever since I came here. You're not like who you seem. Drop the act. Which Pokey's finally learning from the grandfather that hey, people aren't what they seem, be on your guard. Okay, cool. So Pokey pretty much knows this dude is an actual dude, not a lady. Dude drops the act, he's a dude. He's like, I'm gonna burn you where you stand. I'm gonna literally burn you where you stand. You aren't gonna be alive. You are done. He, and then he just shoots a bunch of fire. Pokey's like, I can't get near them. I don't have enough mana. That's where the mana line comes in. But he says, wait, I see two oh, people up in, in, the, in the two people in the distance. Wait, two people in the distance? What are you talking about? Randomly, and then somebody jumps out of the sky, don't know from where, and they say, Lemmings? What's Lemmings doing here? Lemmings knocks the dude out. Pretty much pretty much, he's not going to wake up anymore. He's done. And Lemmings just leaves. Lemmings like, I, I'm here to help you. I'm going to knock you out and walk away. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, nothing you would say anything to them. Then on top of that, we get to this other scene where the guy that was in the meeting with the family cuts in. A, he's in a car driving away. And he's like, eh, I, I'm, I'm good. They're going to finish the mission. We're good. Everything's going well. Prior to that scene, though, the dad, the head with the glasses, the other guy that they're talking to at the dinner, the glasses guy, was like, oh, we, got, we, got, we, get, we can go get him. Don't worry about that. We got him. So then we see these three trucks. <laughs> oh, his bike, nephew. 
this biker come up and the biker gets off her bike. We don't know it's a her yet. And they do this like they did with, with the other girl. And I, I kind of think they're just going to keep doing it now. <laughs> she gets on the bike. The first thing we see is her chest. Well, I'm like, okay, fair enough. Fine. <laughs> cool. Don't know why. And all we see is his face and his face. He's still talking. Doesn't, doesn't know what's going on. Still doesn't know what's going on. And then we just see a random punch in the face. Random punch in the face. He's knocked out. <laughs> then... We cut back again. So kids are still safe. Everything's going well. But then we cut we cut back to the, everybody talking and everything. And they said and he says, and they uh Pokey tells him like the spirit's not angry with you, she still cares for you, all that stuff. The spirit's more in a normal purplish color. From that point, we go back to the guy who's tossed in a, in a room with not, with all these ropes tied in the chair. Does that that from that chair he gets you see the girl that knocked him out, you see the guy that had the glasses, you see lemmings, you see a couple other people, and they're just about to torture him, basically. Look like because the girl pulls out like this like exacto knife looking thing, like something for a camping trip, Swiss Army knife kind of style thing. Mm-hmm. Then we end the episode, and this is where it gets weird, weird. We end the episode on something I never thought they would do. We have the guy that started this whole saga with trying to take the kids, lure them to it, a dead end, all that stuff. He's in a cop car. And he's, you know, he's kind of just like sitting there. He knows he's going to get out eventually. Then we see something writing on the wall, like a ghost had wrote something on the wall saying, Fire, something about Firestarter, you messed up. You're not the real Firestarter. You're a fake. You're a fake. You're a fake. And then he sees these spirit things, and he doesn't know what's going on. He's going crazy. He's basically going crazy, but the people around him are like, what's going on? What's going on? Um, and then at a drop of a hat, you hear this song start playing, or somebody's singing. And as he's, they're singing, this we don't know who's a guy or girl, his face just burns up in flames and he gets out of the car and just burns up and goes. The scene continues. We get a long shot of this the burning car from the burning car's perspective up to a bridge. This little girl with a, with a with a umbrella saying fire safety. And that's how the episode ends. <sighs> Gentlemen, I'm gonna ask you this. From the point we get to where Pokey finds out about the maid to the ending. What did you think about all that? And Chris, I'll start off with you. I mean, really, now they're just sitting up for, sitting up for the bigger reveal. Because like, they understand that this is a bigger story that they have to expand on. So really, now they're just setting, setting us up to for what's to come. That's, so I think now we're starting to see it. The, the real foreshadowing now. Yeah, yeah. And there is one plot point that I think I didn't mention in the long day. recap. I mentioned here before I asked Dion what he thought. How did the guy that was luring the kids to the dead end get to a cop car and around surrounded by police and then die? We never see what the how that happens. So we don't they don't explain 
did the cops grab him right after that happened? Or is it they handcuffed him, he leaves? What? We don't really get that explanation. That's also kind of weird to me. And also, why the cops can go after the dude that's all tied up in the warehouse with the family? But that can be explained because they're a high-powered family. They have all the security. They can do whatever they want. But, Dion, what did you think of this last half, back section? All right. I'm going to start off by saying this. I'm getting tired of this mad conversation. <laughs> Poker having any type of mana is enough mana. So um, <laughs> just, but, I just need him to understand that already. But, <laughs> but I, I no think, one else in this world is mana. <laughs> I think the thing Chris talked about, which I think is going to come up later down the down the line this season, and even when they're going to they are making a season two, ladies and gentlemen, that's coming out this fall. I think the big thing with that is he's going to finally figure out, oh, I can take people's spirits and use them for myself. That's the big thing when when Chris mentions it, when there's a dead end, why don't he just take that new spirit and rip it out of his, out of his body? He could have done that and literally gained, yeah. magic, gained, the, gained the power. <laughs> going to make them even more OP. Yeah. But if you can exactly. do things like jump out of a 50-story window, and I'm exaggerating because I don't know how high his father's room was, but you can jump out of that room with that little bit of mana. You could have put this guy down <laughs> with that little bit yeah. of mana. It's not like he's a superhuman. This is the world you come from where everybody is super strong. You're okay to flick a raisin at this guy and kill him. It's okay. You can do that. <laughs> but, again, I digress. <laughs> it's leaving a lot, of, uh, a lot of holes in my mind with this episode. But to, to move on to the part where the guys get get hit. Well, first you see the fake firebug is he, when he wears another disguise to be the maid, and then gets took down by lemons. You're right. We don't see how he goes with the cops, and the other guy gets to drive away. We don't see that, but. The guy who drove away, I, it just took me to right now at like at this very moment to realize that that's the, the uncle guy or the guy who the father or grandfather sat down in conversation. So now it's oh, making yeah. sense that he got to drive away. So he, he basically, <laughs> but, the grandfather basically told him all off and he just left without really any reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That does make sense. It just feels kind of but odd because it's not We explained. see them working together. Yeah. We just see them working together in the spirit's eyes. So we know that they're working together, but they're out that story. We don't see him anymore. We just see the firebug uh, or the fake firebug, as we know now. So it kind of – but what I don't understand, what I didn't get is how did they know the uh, the nephew, the guy with the glasses. How did he know specifically? I I think it, I think it's the same thing. Pick this guy up. The same thing <laughs> with Clarice. I think he he's like Clarice in that sense where he has all that not. He has cameras everywhere. He knows everybody. He kind of has that. Yeah. So I think that's the thing they're trying to say. Like he is as much as powerful as Clarice is for his family, and he can find things out. 
whatever he wants to find out. And that's the point that I think yeah. they're going to bring across for later I mean, on, but it's not really told here. You do see how strong and evasive Lemmings is as a character in itself. And for Lemmings to be working up under this guy, as you see them all like gathered around before they go full-on torture mode on the, the guy, which I'm assuming is what happens. They could have been getting ready to cut him free. Who knows? But <laughs> you see all of these, like, so these um, assumingly strong characters because they're standing there with lemons. You just see the girl who punched out a window. Um, so this guy has to be, like, that deal. Like, he's got to be the guy. So I'm, I'm very interested in seeing how this plays out for Polka, um, him being so weary of Polka in the first place. And I'm getting vibes that he may be the guy who set out the hit in the first place. But okay, okay. that's just my uh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. He seems too strong for a yeah. family member. Yeah, he does seem kind of strong. <laughs> We were going to watch the second episode tonight, but as I'm thinking about it, this episode was so deep, I think we'll wait till next week to watch the next episode of this. Because now we're getting into the place where they're going. They're they're doing the level of thing where, and Chris remembers this, what they did with, um, they, did, they did it with uh, Demon Slayer a little bit, but they did it more... Uh, with the other show we watched during that time period, where they gave us a lot of a lot Hell's of story Paradise. stuff, yeah, Hell's Paradise. Hell's they Paradise. gave us they gave us a lot of story stuff in one episode. This is the episode where they gave us a bunch of story stuff, and now we all have them. We have every major player on the in this now. You have Lemmings. You have the Pokey's family, not the actual Pokey, but Pokey in the flesh. His he's flesh, but he's not there. That family's still now. That family's around. You also have Clarice, you have the police, you have so many players, and you have Firestarter. We finally meet Firestarter, and if Firestarter's a little girl that can just command fire and do some weird things in the shadows, man, this is going to get very weird very quickly. Um, But here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to ask the gentleman this question, and then we'll probably, we're going to be on the stream this evening. Honest, gentlemen, what would you give this episode of Dead Mount Death Play episode six? Also, what would you give this series as a whole right now since we're at the halfway point? So I'll start off with Dion for that. Mm. This particular episode. I would have to give a six. Okay. Explain. Um, the, like I said, the episode is leaving a lot of like holes in my brain. And I, I tomorrow I may be able to fill those holes just common sense wise, but it's, it's leaving a lot of why didn't they <laughs> type of atmosphere, you know? Um, and it's just not sitting right with me. But it's not a bad episode because we do get the the, the good little fight scene. Um, 
But as far as the episode, episode in the whole, there is a lot of just gaps that need to be filled. And hopefully in the later episodes, they'll either fill them or make up for it. Uh, but as of right now, I'm, I'm just not feeling it enough to be like, yeah, this was an awesome episode. Now, I did get to see a character that I'm like, I want to see more of this character. I really want to see more of the, the dad or grandpa but I hope they don't let me down and that's like the last we get to see a film and now it's all focused on the nephew. I want to see more of that, you know, that strength. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So this, this episode has kind of been limbo for me. It could go either way. Okay. Now, the series in the whole, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it like a, uh, a 6.7. Oh, it, it came out strong out of the gate it came out super strong from the first episode and then it's kind of been dwindling since then um but it's it's still got its potential so it's still making me want to watch more but it, it it's not as strong as that first episode and i'm just waiting to get back to that okay okay chris so let us ask for dion what would you give the episode and what would you give the season so far as a whole? So I would give the episode a 7.7. Okay, you're a little you're a little bit higher than like Dion. Why? Well, because because right now I feel like they're still setting up a good mystery. Like we still haven't like there you can tell there's going to be a plot twist that comes at some point. Like, because I feel like maybe this character might have, like, a sudden, like, pop, like, when he realizes that, wait a minute, the word, the reason why this world is messed up is because of people like this. And then he'll he'll just go into, like, an immediate type of unsupernatural slaughter. I'm still hoping I get a scene like that. That's why I feel like they're setting up. But it, but because I feel like that there's gonna be a good plot point, and that's what that's what they're setting up. I give the season as a whole an eight point four. Ooh. Okay. Um, why an eight? Because that's a that's bro actually a bit higher, way a little bit higher yeah. than Dion. <laughs> and I, I want, I want, yeah, why an eight? I'll say my thing in a second. Because I like to me, me personally, they are setting it up. I, I believe that they're going to set it up for something good. I have hope. I really do. Okay. So, but you know, and it's like I'm I'm waiting for the pop point. You've given me a nice mix of action and storytelling to, to maybe want to watch the next episode. Which is which is for me a big thing. If you can keep me entertained throughout the episode, it makes me want to keep watching instead of going to another show. Then yeah, you got me. Okay. But the only thing is, if I give it if I give it a high score based off of expectation, just know when the episode doesn't meet the expectation, it will it usually follows by an increasingly low score. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. That both both of those make sense. 
This one is tough for me. How do you feel? This one's tough for me because I think this episode is building to something. The only thing is we've gotten all the we have all the players now. So they've built all the major players. Got Clarice and his her crew. You got Pokey, you got the tech dude, you got the cops. We finally met who Lemmings was, who's working with the family we just met in this episode. And then we get the big reveal who might be Firestarter, the little girl on top of the bridge. My only thing is, I think there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of problem trying to get between each thing. In a sense that this episode focused on the family a lot, which is cool. Cool. Very interesting. Ultimately a good thing. Second, we get some time with the cops. <clears throat> We get some time with the cops. They're meeting this dude. Cool. We see Lemmings again. Great. Absolutely fine. Um, we get the whole little flashback into the current thing that's happening. Great. The only thing I'm kind of worried about this, I think we're going to lose a couple of characters. We met the grandfather. I and I, you know, I feel bad with the sandy on, but the throw cold water on your theory, on your on your hope. I think I think this is the only time we see the grandfather. I think this is it. But my other thing is, I think That's we're I also think we're done with Curries. She's mentioned this in in this episode, but I don't think we see her again mm. in the rest of the series. Only because I think she's not gonna be a major player for the ending. The last the back half, and I feel kind of bad because that's kind of gonna, that's kind of gonna suck. So I will so give both the, my favorite characters <laughs> out of it. Okay, <laughs> I will give the episode. I think the episode deserves ten point five. Overall, good episode builds a lot of things. You keep building, fine. You left us with a couple of questions, fine. The one thing me and Chris talked about with Hell's Paradise, and I think the thing we both didn't like. Every time it gave us a bunch of questions, it didn't give us an answer right away. Fine. We're cool with that. Until, I think, in, when we watched the Hills Paradise, it took to episode, like, 10 till we finally get answers. I hope we get answers a little bit faster than this. Because you gave us all the major players. I'm not waiting until episode 10 to get answers about what's going on from episode 4, 5, or, you know, 4, 5, and 6. Um, But the other thing is, I think... Introducing this family was a good way to introduce them, but there's also a lot of people in the family that aren't that aren't major players. So like half the people that in the family, the mom, but at one point she has a one or a couple a couple lines, don't really matter. Um, and people that are in that family didn't really matter, so they're not going to be major players at the end. Fine. I also think if we have any more character changes, the other character changes I would love to see. I think we're going to see Pokey be more serious. I think Pokey's going to stop having the emotional stuff. And he's going to be super serious, and he's going to go on some kind of like, "Oh, we're not playing with we're not playing with normal people anymore. We're not playing with people who are who aren't just innocent. We're playing with people who are kind of crazy, kind of weird, but also who also have the same idea 
who also want to control this world. You know what? I'm going to pull out my full power. I'm just going to, I'm going to beat up some people. I don't care about peace anymore. The peace is when they're all going to be done. I think that eventually comes because I think he's figuring out that this place is not normal. But the other thing I feel like that's going to have to be explained, if you don't explain it in this next episode, you're going to explain it later. I think it has to be explained next episode. Who is Firestarter and why is she important? Because you just can't show her and then just give us nothing. And then you're going to just leave, it, leave us a mystery for a, couple, a week or two. And then at the end, like a minute or a couple episodes. And then finally, a later episode, you find out who she is. So that's why I'm giving it a 7.5. That's the second person they've done that with. Yes, it is. It is the second person they've done that with. The season as a whole, though. Well, actually. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I, I was just saying they, they've really done that with a lot of their characters. The cops, Lemmings. Yes. The cops and Lemmings. You know. Uh, Tease, we, but not really told about. Yeah. We get a little background on Krista, but we really don't know how she's important besides the fact that she's over the assassin organization. Correct. Like we're not really, we're I'm getting left with more questions than any answers or character developments for these supposedly strong intro characters. But go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I, I, do, I do not mind you interjecting. I appreciate that. So to the season so far, and this is going to sound crazy, what I'm about to say. The season so far, I would have to give it a 9.5. And the reason why is because I think they've done a good job making this a mystery, but also making it feel like you care about these characters. You care about everybody so far we've met to a point. You care about the tech dude because the tech dude feels like he's got into something that he don't think he believes he should got into. But at a drop of a hat, he will leave. You took you see the girl who just wants just want to see cool things, and now this zombie, and she's just like, I'm a I'm a I, I'm a badass. I can do whatever I want. But at the same time, you have Pokey who's bouncing out, making peace, and trying to be a trying to fight off this problem, these problems. But then you have this family. They showed in this episode this family that is this stoic family on the outside, but yet when it, when push comes to shove, they can make things disappear. And I eventually, I think we're gonna see that dude they tied up is gonna disappear. He's gonna be gone, and then that's gonna be it. But then you do the ultimate thing that I think is great. You show, but don't tell. And is it going to be a... I said this now, do I ever watch the episode? I'll say it here. You show us the girl on the bridge with the umbrella saying fire safety. She's pulling the strings for the fire starters. But you know who she reminds me of? We call the girl Harley Quinn. The girl with the glasses, Harley Quinn. I think she, the girl with the umbrella, she's your joker. Because she know that she won't be found out. She can stay in the shadows. She can pull the strings for her people. And yet, nobody will ever figure out 
who the real person is because she can have people take the fall for her until she finally has to come out and do what she has to do. Because she killed that dude with no remorse. And I'm guessing what they're going to try to do with the other dude tied up, they're going to try to torture him to find out who Firestarter really is. But I have a hunch he's going to die as well, either by them or by her. The animation's great. The characters are great. This is this, this is a great show. Even though it's a lot of questions, I'm here for the ride. And that's why I'm giving this a 9.5 so far. But I do agree with Chris. If it dips down in quality, I'm, I will lower it overall. That part. But let me know what y'all think. I jumped the gun and lowered it. <laughs> no, no, you're not wrong. I mean, neither, neither one of y'all wrong. That's the problem. I just feel like it's good, but I think there's just we both. I remember me and Chris like Tales Paradise so much. We were also both like, give us something, give us a nugget of something. And when it finally did, we were like, oh, you were building up to this point to give us all the information, and you finally dumped all the information, and it made sense. I wouldn't mind them doing it here, but it has to really, really make sense, or it's gonna feel rushed. Cause you set up all this stuff, and now you have to try to. Let me ask you this question. Go ahead. And Chris, I, I want you you don't have to answer it, but I want to ask it. And you can think about it, maybe return and talk about it. But how long throughout a season do you want to get the like the ball rolling? Like, are you ready for it to stop building and play out? Like, right now, we're halfway through this season. Okay. So, like, how many more episodes would you want it to take to kind of go there? I'll let you answer that first, Chris, then I'll answer. So, when I think about it that way, for me, it, it would have to depend on the anime that I'm watching. Because there are some animes I have, like, it's, it's like, me, I can't watch us anime that's too slow. Like, like honestly, if you if an anime doesn't grasp me in the first in the first episode, then I probably won't watch the rest of the season unless I hear something else good about it. However, to those animes that set a good pace in the first episode and continue that pace, I will I can keep watching it. You know, to at least to like the maybe episode seven or eight, and then I would need to them to kind of like okay, come with come with the point. Like, what's the point? Where's the conflict? Like, like what are you trying to do with this show? So yeah, does that answer your question? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, because like we see with like you get two kaiju, you can get through. What was it? Five episodes? Five or six episodes? And, or, yeah, five episodes? And bam, we're done. Story gone through. But then, like you guys said, with Hell's Paradise, it took the entire season to get your questions answered. So, you know? Yep. So, like, what's to, the good balance? To answer your question, Dion, and 
I I love the back and forth to this evening because it's been really good. I do appreciate that. I to answer your question, I'm like Chris. If anime is slow from the beginning, I'll watch the first couple episodes and then I will probably stop. I did that, and I'm doing that right now, sadly, because I started I started season three of Attack on Titan. I finished season three. I haven't started season four yet because season three was so. Season three was so kind of a lot of talking, a lot of politics stuff. It kind of just drained me. And I know season four is most of that way until a certain point. So I'll eventually get back into it. It just takes time. But personally, for me, I'm like, I do agree with Chris in this sense. It has to be seven, eight, or nine. Somewhere in between seven and episode nine. You have to give me something to get me the plot to make the plot make sense. And I think that's the downside with Hell's Paradise. There was that's why a lot of people thought it was so weird it took forever for action to happen in Hell's Paradise because there was not really much action. The story was kind of plotting. But the thing with the story, the story is plotting because they're doing the same thing that demon that this show does here. We have different groups. All these different groups are around and we're going for cutting from group to group. So in Hell's Paradise, it cut from group to group, and we learned about each group. And the groups came together. We figured out why they came together. We learned about why the groups did come together. We had a little bit of story about the overarching story. And then we went to other groups again, finally came together. We had our big moment, all that kind of stuff. Once we get to episode 10, we learned about boom, 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 boom. We learned about these, all these things and why these things were happening in this, in, in, in this on this island. But it took a bit because they wanted to make sure they build up the world and the stuff around it. I'm cool with that. If you build up the world and build up things around it, fine. Unlike this episode, now the previous episode, episode five, where we're in the same place for most of the episode, this episode, they cut between the mansion, the police station. We cut to the street at one point to see where the guy gets punched out. We cut to a random building where the guy's held up. We cut to Lemmy's coming out of nowhere. In the man- near the mansion, we also cut back to the bridge, where to a bridge where the guys getting getting taken away by public police. So they varied up the scenes. I think by the time we get to episode eight, I think we get the answers we need. But I think the cops are finally getting one thing they got to answer for. They're going to answer from that guy, and now they're going to have to find what's really going on here. So they might go back to the people they've gone to. We don't know. But yeah, to answer your question fully, I think it's seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. If it goes into 10, fine. But by episode 10, if you have not gave me the answers, I'm probably kind of like a little bit annoyed. But I give you the benefit of the doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, I do thank you for watching. Hope you did enjoy. Like I said earlier while we were watching this, we are getting a season two of this, so I'm not too hopeful we're going to get a lot of answers because they're going to tease something for season two. But I think this will give us enough answers going into season two and seeing what they will lead us into. I do thank Chris. I do thank Dion for joining me. We'll be back next Tuesday. For episode 18 of the anime dojo we're gonna be watching episode seven of this of this uh, uh of dead and out death play then we're gonna be watching episode eight 
the next Tuesday, and then we'll be back with Jujutsu Kaisen uh season or next the next arc of season two where we're going to shibuya so look forward to that i hope you stay for the ride it's been it's this has been a very interesting show on both ends of just like learning about it kind of figuring out what we want to figure out we see their potholes but like like dion said we might as we sit down maybe tomorrow or something next day we might see the oh that's what they're going for that's the good thing with anime you can learn about it as you go along but I hope to hear from you next time. Hope and I do thank you for watching. Hope to see you again. See you later. Eat. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.